Umkit Industries proudly presents the Dixie Stenbergen Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater, a pendant production. In the summer of 1943, President Franklin D. Roosevelt's clandestine squadron of P-47 Thunderbolts upheld their mission to defend the free world from Nazi villainy. This squadron was known as Brassy Battalion, and this is their story. Tonight's episode, The More Things Change. When we last left our hero, Dixie Stenberg, she and Brassy Battalion had just received the financial backing of all of Cornelius's considerable wealth from his years running the Pearson Peach Plantation. Shortly thereafter, Cornelius and his daughter Esmeralda moved to California and set up shop at Aeroquest Dynamics, funding Brassy Battalion's continued fight against the Nazis and the forces of SCAR. The year passed quickly, with Brassy Battalion being deployed routinely to investigate sightings of SCAR troopers or rumors of the infamous Zeta Squadron, only to come home empty-handed. Let's listen as Dixie settles in for a warm meal, only to find this dinner is not going to go as planned. Why, Esmeralda, that smells simply heavenly. Thank you, Mr. Pearson. Yeah, it smells pretty good, Toots. You know your way around the kitchen. Esmeralda moving here with Corning is one of the best things to ever happen to us. You're too kind, Miss Stamberg. I haven't eaten this good at every meal in years. Not since I used to eat this good at every meal all those years ago, anyway. What is it you make for this fine evening? Your very favorite, sir. My stunning beef stroganoff. Oh, your recipe for stroganoff. It is hard for me to say, but these best I ever had. Why, Mr. Artichenko, you flatter me. <laughs> Careful, honey, or I might get jealous of all the attention you're getting. Don't worry about that, Miss LaRue. You're the fighter pilot. I'm merely a humble cook. Yeah, don't worry, Lily. I still like you best. I never had any doubt, Friedemann. What? <laughs> it's still funny. All these months, and it's still funny. Do you even have a central nervous system? Duh. I think everything's just about ready. Why don't you all go sit down and I'll help Essie finish up. That sounds like a grand idea. But can I ask you something? I sure wish you would, Mr. Galen. Why do you call your father Mr. Pearson? It's merely a sign of respect. Surely you've noticed I call everyone Mr. or Miss. Yes, but he's your father. And deserving of the same respect I give everyone else, isn't he? Well, when you put it that way, yes, I suppose so. You're not like other people, Nev. Pardon? Nev, never mind. Let's eat. Maybe Benny's got some vodka left. Well, that was mighty strange. Oh, I wouldn't pay it any mind, dear. Thomas is just going through a bit of a rough spot. I can't believe his girl left him like that. He'll survive, don't worry. A good hot meal will help. And so Esmeralda and Cornelius brought the food to the AeroQuest mess hall, placing the large repast on the table and watching with joy as the brassy battalion dug in. Oh, man. Oh, man. Careful, Joey. We don't want you falling asleep again. You know how you get when you're full. What? You my ma? Smoochies. Hmm. One sip for me, and one sip for you, Irinushka. Solnishka, my I fight in your honor. You look at this mess every time he has to pour some on the floor. 
There's water everywhere. I think it's sweet. Yeah, sweet. Sweet and messy. Now I have to go get the mop. Again. It cannot <sighs> be helped. Freedman? Eh, says you, Ivan. If Lily were gone, perish the thought, I do not think you would be so quick to dismiss my ritual. Can we all stop this talking so all this bad stuff stops coming out of our mouths and all this good stuff can start going in? Ain't you starting in a little early, Tommy? Am I? I hadn't noticed. Thanks for the bottle, Benedict. Bah. Thomas, he understands loss. My brother. Damn it. Oh, not again. Alert, alert, alert. Weep, weep, whoop, whoop. Alert, alert, alert. Beep, bop, boop, blow. Freudenberg, you've really got to do something about that. Land's sakes, it's just so very great on my delicate nerves. My apologies for this most unexpected... Stuff it, Archie. What is it this time? We've got reports of a plane matching the description of Zeta Squad. Again? Uh, we never find them. They're always gone before we arrive. Come on, can't we finish eating first? There's no time. Well, I must say, these alarms usually turn out to be nothing more than whispers on the wind through entirely empty pastures. Now is not the time to wax poetic. To the plains, Brassy Battalion, perhaps... This is the time that our search will lead to consummation, culmination, and completion. Well, this is what we do. Come on, people, let's hit the skies. And now, a word from our sponsor, the Umket Industries Oil Division. Friends, you all know money can't buy finer fuel than Umket Blue. Yes, it's true, no finer fuel for you than Umket Blue. But I bet you didn't know that Umket Blue has gone to war. Goodness, could it be? Yes, Umket Blue has gone to war. You see, our boys overseas fighting the good fight against those vile Nazis need our help. Well, what can we do? What can we do? Me and you, and me too, we'll send them all our blue. Uncle Sam needs our blue dye to make more American flags to keep our boys' spirits up and help strike fear into the hearts of evildoers all around the globe. A noble cause if ever there was one. Praise Umket for their generous donation of all their blue dye to the war effort. Uncle Umket and Uncle Sam must be brothers. Could be. There's nothing more patriotic than buying Umket. Umket's the greatest that there ever was for you and me and your cause. Yes, and so until the Nazis are sent packing back to planet hell, Umket Blue is becoming Umket Green. But doesn't green require blue to... Nonsense! With yellow between, blue becomes green, but it's still the best there's ever been. Dubious rhymes notwithstanding, National Gasoline, American Gasoline, and United Gasoline are now known collectively as the Umket National United American Patriot Stations. What an amazing name. Uncle Umket's always thinking of you. There are 50,000 Umket National United American Patriot stations nationwide with sparkling service and amazing Umket products. Try shopping for your car where you see the Umket National United American Patriot Station sign. At these fine Umket National United American Patriot stations, you can get everything for your car. Like Umket Dead Dinosaur Oil, made from only the finest in dead dinosaurs. Friends, I tell you it's true. You will not find any oil in an Umket can that came from inferior, less than top quality dead dinosaurs. Extra quality at no extra cost. And at Umket National United American Patriot Stations, you can find items for your home and office, too. You'll find it a great convenience. 
Uncat is so wonderful, and we are beautiful. That's right, who could forget? Stunningly beautiful, gorgeous, talented, and heavenly all wrapped into three perfectly curvy packages in pink ribbons. If this song just seems too new, just remember this tip and do like we do. Blue is green and green's for you. So stop by an Umket National United American Patriot Station today and fill up with Umket Green and keep your engine declogged and as pure as America with Umket Dead Dinosaur Oil. And remember, if Umket doesn't make it, you don't need it. Umket Blue is green, the best gas you've ever seen. Is it better? And how should you get some right now? Take a mini vacation to your nearest Umket National United American Patriot Station. Let's now check in with those malevolent malefactors, Rennie and Volker, squirreled away at a hidden SCAR base. Just where could they be? They'll never find us! <laughs> well, yes, that only seems natural, don't you think? I mean, it has been a year now, we're practically sitting right under their noses. If their noses were 50 miles long, that is. And why has it been a year, dear Volker? Can you tell me? Well... Yes, of course I can. What? You mean now? <sighs> yes. But, but, I just made some soup, and I was just about to sit down, and we don't want it to get cold, and... No. Ah! <sighs> you know, you could at least give a fellow a little warning when you're going to suddenly transform into a hideous blue glowing ghost beast right in front of his eyes. I am not the beast you need to be concerned with you. Yes, yes, the beastie, nasty one that escaped when, um... No, no. Finish your thought. Yes, see, the thing is, I'm thinking I really shouldn't because, um... Finish it! Beep! When, when Dixie destroyed our castle... Ah! Oh, do be careful. We don't want to depressurize the hull. Oh, no? Why Why not? Perhaps you noticed I'm somewhat immaterial in this form. Well, yes, I sort of have noticed that, now that you mention it. If the hull ruptures, I will be the one dying in a sea of agony. Aha, uh-huh, you're right. Oh, Vrenny. Vrenny. <laughs> oh, Vrenny, what have I done to deserve this? I mean, sure, I never discovered much about the beast, and okay, I haven't been able to find it in over a year now, and sure, we've been sending Zeta Squadron all over the globe, chasing leads that never pan out, and only narrowly avoiding Brass Battalion the whole time, but, but I mean, is all that really so bad? I mean, I'm a nice enough fellow, aren't I? We could settle down, and, 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 I did follow the charter when the castle was destroyed. <laughs> And there was the flash, and the boom, and then you returned to us, and I don't really know how you did that anyway, or where your powers come from, but do you hear me complaining or pestering you? No, no, no. We just moved into this new base right under their 50-mile noses, and I just keep on searching for the beast, even though I don't know why you would ever want it back. I mean, all it ever did was escape and eat some of the troops, and I mean, who knows what it's been doing since the castle was destroyed, and... Oh, look, we've sprung a leak. See to it that it's fixed. Do you feel better now? Yes, much. Where are the troops? Oh, they're down in sub-level 5 with that thing they got in the mail. 
They've been working on it all year and insist it's going to work soon. Well, it's not like they've had anything better to do. Is Billingsley back yet? He radioed a few minutes ago. They're on their way. Well, when Zeta Squadron gets back, you send Billingsley to me. We need to have a talk. A talk? I'm tired of searching. It's time we had a little more fun. <laughs> Can't I just eat my soup in peace? Meanwhile, in the skies over the great sunny state of California, Brassy Battalion has had no luck searching for the elusive Zeta Squad. I'm afraid I didn't see anything. <laughs> Nor I, comrade. It looks like another crazy turkey fellow. <laughs> I think you mean wild goose chase. Whatever it is, it is no good. Benedict is right. I'm not seeing anything at all. Nah, this close to home. We ain't never had no sightings this close to home before. I don't even see what sense that makes. We ain't even 50 miles away from the hangar. You should get back home anyway. I hate the look on poor Cornelius's face every time I take off in his plane. He gave it to you, Lily. It's not like you took it from him. All the same. That's why he came out here, to help us. And it doesn't feel right now that he just sits in the hangar and gives us his money, but never gets to have any of the fun. This isn't exactly what I'd call fun. Is there even any point anymore? Perhaps Scar is gone for good. A year is a long time to see nothing. But Geist said- Maybe she was just trying to intimidate you. She's dead anyway, so I don't see the problem. Maybe Thomas is right. What we should be doing is making hits against the plain old Nazis back in Germany. They're evil enough, and we're just wasting our time here. I don't know. Maybe you're right. Look, you guys head on home. I got some thinking to do. Thinking about what? About the battalion and the year that we've wasted trying to find Scar. It's getting kind of hopeless. Where are you going? I do my best thinking, flying through the San Gabriels. Just give me a little time. I'll be back before long. All right, Dixie. Good luck. Thanks, Lily. But, like Frank says, luck is for people luckier than me. Come on, boys. Let's give the lady some time to herself. Just me in the mountains. I wish I knew what to do. I wish I didn't feel so helpless, so useless. A year! We spent a year chasing ghosts and nothing to show for it. We could have been bombing the hell out of Berlin and Archie and those army brass keep us on this crazy fool's errand, wasting our time. What's the point if we never find... What in the Sam Hill is that? Dixie peered through her cockpit window. Searching the copious foliage covering the mountains for some sign of activity, even the slightest motion. There! Darting back and forth like a fly on rum, a small black speck weaved its way through the mountains, perilously close to ending its flight and meeting its maker. Dixie dove, swift and smart, cutting through the trees like a blade through flesh, leaving dust in her wake. So many damn trees! Can't get behind him. Hold still, you crazy mook. Gracefully, Dixie maneuvered her shining thunderbolt ever closer until she spied the familiar red logo on the tail of the plane. 
Right there on his keister. That's the Zeta Squad insignia. There must be something wrong with his controls. Ever closer to her target crawled Dixie, weaving and dodging the trees and rocks until she steadied the plane and got her enemy in her sights. But just like the last time Dixie encountered Zeta Squad, her bullets bounced harmlessly off the ebony sheen of the Fuck Wolf 190. Ugh! Well, I had to try. With no other options left, Dixie remembered the new prototype weapon that Withersby had sent over from the army. Archie said these were still a couple years away from being in full use. I just hope it doesn't blow me up. Me too, Dixie. Here goes nothing. Dixie flipped the switch and fired. Meritorious munitions! This production has starred Renee Christine Jones as Dixie Stenberg. Woohoo! Eat that for breakfast, Zeta Squadron! Shannon Gaffney as Frank McGuff. Not only did you find one, Dix, you made it so we could find them permanent. Like when we find the wreckage that we're gonna have to find. Steve Anderson as Reginald Billingsley. Where's Bill? He did say he was gonna stop coming to the credits, didn't he? Oh, there, there, Bill. It's okay. This show wouldn't be the same without you. Do, do you really mean it? Of course. Who else could we love to hate so very much? I am so very touched. Jeremiah McCoy as Archibald Withersby. Yes, Billingsley, look at it this way. We may all be good friends, and you may have no friends, but we became friends due to our mutual hatred for you. It's as if you bring people together. Well, this is so highly unexpected. Thank you kindly. You'll still get yours, Billingsley. And you yours, Withersby. That's the spirit. Pete Milan as Freudenberg. It's true. There is no one else I enjoy despising quite as much as you. Reginald. You're all being so kind. John Solzbach as Cornelius Robert Sims Pearson. It was due to you and your chums at Scar that Lily's plane was shot down, which led to me doing the only thing a gentleman could do, give her mine, which led to me not being able to fly any longer, which brings me so very much displeasure. I bring displeasure? <laughs> oh, stop. You are flattering me so. There is little more that a villain loves to hear. Anthony Pacelli as Joey Scalzetti. And if Corny wasn't enjoying us trying to kick your butt so much, he wouldn't have moved to California. And I'd never get any of Esmeralda's fine cooking. So really, I'm not so bad at all. Chris Britton as Thomas Galen. Right, chum, without you being a backstabbing Nazi scoundrel, I'd never have crashed and had my fingers burnt by acid. So I'd never have gotten mad and learn to liven up some. It's like I'm the best thing ever! Perry Whittle as Benedict Dederchenko. If not for you, I would not have met Withersby at an uncomfortable time so that the audience could learn of my Irinushka. The who? Uh, never mind. Alicia Lane Matheson as Lily LaRue. Yes, and if not for you... Freudenberg and I might never have found love. Oh, wait a minute, that's not actually... Just go with it, honey. Alicia Marie Barton as Esmeralda. I like your big mustache, Mr. Billingsley. Thank you, Ms. Pearson. It's like Reginald Billingsley Appreciation Day. Catherine Pride as Geist. Just wait till we have our little talk, Billingsley. 
the fun has only just begun. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Dobby as Volker. <laughs> It's not fair. Why am I always left out of everything these days? Oh, go eat your soup. Julie Goldstein as the robot. Sleep, floor, gloom, alarm, 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 zip, zop, zleem, alarm, alarm, alarm. I thought you were gonna fix that. Yeah, sorry, I'm just, I'm busy mopping up after the Russian. But I like it. It's like robot music to my robot ears. Home, home, Amanda Fitzwater as Nebulon. Puny skin sucks! How dare you not include me in this episode! I shall wipe you off the puny face of your puny earth! Alarm! 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 Plum! Plum! That is nice. Um, I mean... Death to you, fleeing simians! Kristen Bays as the Umket triplets. Remember, kids, be like Reggie and eat your veggies, and you can have a big mustache too. <sighs> and Jeffrey Bridges as the commercial announcer. Say there, Billingsley, how'd you like to pitch for Umket? Why, I would be delighted. Well, here, just sign on the dotted line. Oh, happy to. <laughs> There we are. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Well, don't you know? That was an addition to your contract. You just agreed to always come to the credits no matter how many blows to the face you may sustain. What? Gotcha, Bill. <laughs> really? Truthfully? Honestly? I hate you all! This is Seth Adamsher. Stay tuned next time as Brassy Battalion discovers just who Dixie shot down. Only at PendantAudio.com You've been listening to a pendant production of the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater, brought to you by Umket Industries Oil Division. And remember... Umket Blue is green, the best gas you've ever seen. Is it better? And how should you get some right now? Take a mini vacation to your nearest Umket National United American Patriot Station. Umket doesn't make it. You don't need it. Stay safe, America. And good night. Ah, finally. I can eat my soup in peace. Mm. Sweet, delicious, umket soup. Warm, hearty. Chases away the blues and is the only thing that keeps me going. Ah. This production was written by Jeffrey Bridges and directed by Seth Adam Scher. Umket Industries presents the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater, created by Jeffrey Bridges, copyright 2007, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.